Welcome to another special edition of Prescribed Listening from the University of Toledo Medical Center. We continue to feature UTMC providers sharing advice on how to start off 2022 right. This week, Dr. Jacob Miller, an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports medicine. My name is Jacob Miller. I'm an orthopedic surgeon uh, at the University of Toledo, specializing in sports medicine and shoulder surgery. Um, I've been at the university for five years now uh, and also did my residency training here. I also uh, take care of the University of Toledo um, athletes uh, from an orthopedic standpoint and help with football coverage. Uh, and I'm also the medical director for our athletic training program at the University of Toledo Medical Center where we provide athletic trainers for uh, area high schools. Well, obviously, uh, you know, starting an exercise program uh, is very important and there's no better time than the new year to have that as your resolution. Uh, that being said, you know, oftentimes with a lot of resolutions, they don't necessarily come to fruition uh, after January. So the, I think an important uh, part of uh, starting an exercise program that's going to keep going is to establish goals at the beginning. And you got to make sure that these goals are reasonable to uh, obtain. Uh, don't make goals that, you know, you know, aren't that you're not going to do, you know, after the first two weeks. Um, so that's number one. Uh, and then, you know, once you start uh, getting into your program, you want to make sure that you do it the right way. Uh, that involves, you know, doing a proper warm up uh, before your program and a proper cool down at the end. Um, you know, a good warm up involves uh, some low impact cardiovascular uh, activity at a slow rate. And the goal is to kind of warm up the muscles and get your heart rate up. And then after uh, that period of time, you want to do stretching of your muscles, and that's to help prevent any uh, injuries uh, to occur. You know, the, the type of activity that, um, you know, that someone should start really should first be appealing to them, um, but it also should be a balanced exercise program. Uh, and that includes kind of three components, uh, aerobic conditioning, flexibility exercises, and, and strength training. Um, you know, with regards to the aerobic activity, obviously, if you've never run before, it's probably not wise to just get up and start running. Uh, you want to, um, with any sort of new activity, you really want to slowly um, build up to, uh, you know, the, the activity that you'd like to do. And so, you know, when you start and, and try and go full tilt with an activity, that's typically when you'll start to get uh, injuries. The other important thing is to do something that you think you're going to like. So some people feel like they, uh, are better off on their own, or, you know, they want to, uh, work out at home because it's convenient and it's cost effective. Um, but you have to have certain type of equipment there that's going to pique your interest. Uh, Similarly, some people feel like they'd be more motivated to work out if they're in a group setting, in which case getting a membership to a gym that has, uh, you know, group 
programs might be better, you know, for those people. If there's financial constraints or um, time constraints uh, to joining a gym, then uh, one way to keep it, uh, keep exercise or fitness program interesting is to do it with a friend um, that, you know, specifically one that you know will either already works out and will keep you motivated to continue you know, your workout track. There are also um, nowadays a lot of different uh, um, online uh, exercise channels or, um, you know, social media where you can get all types of uh, exercise programs on um, for either low or low cost or, or for free. And so um, that's certainly a way to um, keep your interest you know, going for not a lot of money. Proper hydration and rest obviously are uh, important components um, to a uh, proper exercise plan. Um, you know, with hydration, uh, you know, when you're doing a strenuous activity and, and sweating, you're losing um, fluid and you need to replenish those fluids and sometimes even those electrolytes, um, you know, in order to uh, maintain, first of all, you know, the, uh, you know, so you don't get dehydrated and, and um, don't get lightheaded. Uh, and then obviously rest, you know, a lot of times people will start out the year and, and you know, they have these goals in mind. They think that if they do a lot in a short period of time, that that's an easier way or a faster way to attain those goals. And actually what you're going to do is you're just going to end up injuring yourself. So rest is definitely an important factor um, to help prevent injuries. Uh, but it doesn't mean that you can't work on other uh, muscle groups or different types of activities. Um, you know, if you're looking to exercise on almost a daily basis, then maybe one or two of the days, you know, supplement or, or integrate stretching as part of that um, program for that day so that, um, you know, you still feel like you're doing something, um, but it's also a way to help uh, prevent injury. So in terms of a healthy diet, I know we had Dr. Brendan on um, and uh, she's a registered um you know, certif board certified uh, dietitian. So uh, she's probably better um, to to address that. In terms of muscles and bones, though, uh, you know, the it's very important to have a diet that's rich with calcium and vitamin D. Uh, ways to do that is to have your you know green leafy vegetables, um, fish, uh, milk, dairy products. Um, and, you know, these all uh, help to provide us with, uh, you know, good bone growth. And, and um, obviously, if you're doing strength training, uh, having a uh, sufficient protein diet or sufficient protein in your diet uh, will help with uh, building muscle. Well, obviously, you know, January is a uh, when so to keep people on track, um, you know, and stay motivated. Uh, you know, January is a very common time for people to come up with resolutions and exercises as one of them. But there's no reason why January should be the only time that people uh, can come up with a resolution. So, you know, anytime that you feel that you, you're kind of 
slowing down or coming off track, then, you know, make a new resolution. If you feel like your goals are maybe too high to, you know, to obtain, then maybe uh, adjust your goals so that it becomes something that is more realistic for your life and your, you know, daily activity and your work setting so that, you know, you can feel accomplished when you reach those goals. And then maybe if you feel like they're now easy to obtain, then you, you know, increase them to make them a little bit more challenging. Um, But I think a lot of people lose interest in their resolutions because they come up with these goals that that just really aren't realistic. I mean, if, you know, your your diet is, um, you know, not good and and you feel like you want to change it saying, well, I'm going to eliminate you know, if you eat pizza seven days a week, you know, I'm going to eliminate pizza every day. That's probably not a realistic goal. So, you know, I think it's it's much easier if you say, well, maybe I'm only going to eat it twice a week and then for six months, eat it twice a week. And then, you know, maybe just once a week. And I think that's a much easier way to um, to get to the point, you know, to the goal that you're actually looking for. So, um, you know, daily activity and and specifically aerobic activity where you know you're doing a lot of moving it's not not only good for um you know losing weight which a lot of people you know um, attribute to in in terms of you know their resolution and their goals but it's uh it's good to help prevent health problems so um you know a, a program where you have uh regular cardiovascular or aerobic uh, activity can help avoid um, heart disease, you know, hypertension. It can help with preventing um, strokes sometimes, even uh, builds your bones and, 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 you know, improves your muscle strength. Um, It can improve your mood. You know, studies suggest that um, people who exercise have, uh, uh, you know, better, uh, or or their overall moods are improved. And so, um, you know, I think everyone wants to see a, uh, or a lot of people want to see a physical benefit to exercise, but there are um, benefits that maybe aren't as tangible, um, but are equally, if not more important. Well, I, so I will say that, especially, you know, this time um, of the year, a lot of the injuries that we do see are overuse injuries. Um, and uh, especially, you know, we have a, a marathon here in, in April. And so this is the time of year where a lot of um, long distance runners will come in. And, you know, the vast majority who, who develop these overuse injuries admit that they don't do any sort of warm up before they go out and do their training. They don't do any cool down. Um, You know, they're not stretching. Uh, And then, you know, you get to March, you know, or the beginning of April, and they've developed this overuse injury, and they've put in so many hours in the leading, you know, in the months leading up to this. And then, unfortunately, you know, it's all for naught because they're, they're not able to compete in the race. And so, the, you know, the best advice I can give you is do everything that you can to help prevent these overuse injuries so that you're not disappointed, you know, two weeks before the race. Um, and, and that's to have a good 
warm-up plan, a good stretching plan, and to listen to your body. You know, if you feel like something just doesn't feel right, then maybe you need a little bit more rest time to let things recover before getting back out there. Um, but you'd rather listen to that, you know, little ache early on before you let it fester into something worse. <laughs>